I am Andrew Bailey, and I have a question. Should a man have his own podcasting network? No, says the dead man in Cupertino. All your podcasts are belong to iTunes. No, says lawyer man, that would be patent infringement. But Mr. Rappersad chose something different. He chose the Nexus. This is 8-Bit, Episode 3, I Can Review You, on September 23rd, 2012, and now with more innuendos in that sentence. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, with special guest Andrew Bailey. And so here we are, B-E-A-Utiful, on the Nexus, doing 8-Bit, our, uh, gaming show. That's what we're doing here, right? Yep, 8-bit number 3. Yay! That's a good round number. 3. It's a good even number. And, uh, you know what else is 3? That's the number of people who are here right now. We have, uh, Ian Buck and Ian Decker, and we have Andrew Bailey, our very special guest for today. Hi, Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Is she really going to be listening to this? Well, she listened to the last one. All right. Well, then we'll just and have to last watch one. It. I mean, the last one that I was on. Yeah, that was that was a few months ago, wasn't it? Uh, yes, you may have heard me in at the Nexus number thirty-six. Good memory. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to remember wow. the number. It's kind of scary. I mean, we've only started doing three weeks here, but Ryan, your Ryan's show, the Nexus, is approaching what it's uh, show number forty-four. And if you think about it, that's kind of scary, seeing as there's only 52 weeks in a year. So if it's been coming out regularly for every week. So, yeah, I guess like they the lost a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah unlike the universe. It started in, like, uh, November, I think, of last year. So. Stop talking, Ryan. You're really distracting. For those of you who don't know, Ryan has himself muted right now and is just sitting in the back yelling at us. So if you hear us just randomly talking to someone who you don't know or you can't hear, that's probably him. Which means he can probably swear and cuss all he wants and all we'll just be able to do is sit here and get Maybe we should have him so, like, we're talking to, like, a ghost or something. (laughs) Very creepy, Ryan. Very intimidating. That beard will come out of you and... Well, come out of nowhere and just tickle people. I don't know. <laughs> because he's really hairy for a boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, you just had to hire <laughs> All right, we are, so, we are so done with this. Yeah. yeah. Well, a little bit more intro stuff. So, Andrew. Tell us yeah. about like your background, your history as a gamer. Where did you start? What sort of gaming stuff uh, have you done along the way that's gotten you up to where you are now? Well, once upon a time, uh, let's see, I think going really back when I was like five, uh, my uncle was always into computers, as well, as far as I've been alive, and you know, he had a 386 hanging around. Of course, he had a bunch of other computers as well, but I always remember playing Pac-Man on that thing with Windows 3.1. So then after that, uh, uh, parents got our own computer, and then I uh, was playing SimCity 2000 on that one for a long time. And uh, see, I think we had a foreign exchange student, and he always liked to play StarCraft, so I started playing StarCraft. So and was, he, was he from Korea by <laughs> chance? No, he was from Sweden. Oh, wow, okay. Up in so, Sweden. Yes, and uh, so let's see, I was cycling back and forth between SimCity 2000 and StarCraft for a while. And uh, uh, StarCraft was one of those games where my parents really didn't want me to play it. So, uh, like, after a while, they just sort of gave up and actually went out of town on Shockton Avenue to buy not one but two copies of StarCraft. Uh, One for me, of course, and another for a friend. Nice. So, uh, you know, we, we played that uh, with the uh, direct modem connection. <laughs> those, those were way back, way back. Uh, Am I allowed to call you old? Yes. All right, you're old. Back in the Thank time you. of cassette tapes and VCR tapes. Yeah. Oh, man. Nobody like, I, misses I remember, those. 
I remember playing around with like records and vinyl and stuff. And that was in the nineties. We still have those. Yeah. Anyway, then uh let's see I got uh, Far Cry. Uh say it was late two thousand four and uh Oblivion right when that came out. Uh see I and then by then I played Supreme Commander, so like pretty much right around two thousand six or so I became like really serious. So yeah, I and don't so- I don't buy every game that comes out. You know, I'm sort of particular. Well that's a good way to go, otherwise you wouldn't have any money. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have I'm any kidding. any uh way to sit down and enjoy something for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like so it sounds like you've pretty much been PC gaming for your whole yeah. life. Good way to be. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we don't like console gamers. They're just kind of silly. Mm-hmm. And people call us silly. I mean, they, they say, you spend so much money on your gaming system. Well, they, they kind of forget about... We also have cheaper games. Yeah. And they forget about the whole TV buying business. Yeah. And, uh, uh, my monitor costs more than a lot of TVs do, so... So that was my, my argument. <laughs> yeah, my old graphics card has more power and memory than both the 360 and PS3 combined. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't doubt it. So, what, right. have you, what have you guys been up to this week? Borderlands 2. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> hey, me too. Aside from you know running around and assaulting my residents with Nerf blowguns and making my Nerf blowgun that left a welt on someone. Yesterday, nice. <laughs> and also a brief mention of Black Mesa. <laughs> oh yes, yes, that that was uh, another notable release this last week um, that we'll have to talk about. Um, this didn't, week, but, didn't it come out yeah more than a week ago. Um, yeah, it came out Friday, a week ago Friday. Yeah, yeah. We did mention it in the last podcast. Yeah, but we hadn't played it, and Andrew I, has. Oh. I, I was playing it even before you mentioned it, so... Yeah. <laughs> Wunderbar. Around here, it's been a pretty big week, because uh, we had Homecoming, and, and uh, you know, of course, I built my, my desktop, and I've started 3D gaming, so my life has pretty much changed this week. Oh, dear Lord. So, Ian, speaking of your computer, can you uh, tell us what's in that? Um, yeah. So I have, um, for the processor, I have the i5-3570. Um, so that's pretty much, I, that's the best uh, i5 that's out right now. Yeah, it's um, uh, Ivy Ridge. Yeah. Uh, is that what they call this year's? Yeah. 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 It begins um, with 3000. Mm-hmm. Um, for the graphics card, I have the Zotac AMP for <laughs> 670. And the, the AMP part means that, you know, of course, Zotac uh, overclocked it and has a bunch of uh, ridiculous-looking cooling things on it. With an um, exclamation point. Yes. So you always have to say it, AMP. Totally necessary. Tank, and tank, with tank. all caps. <laughs> um, the case is a Rosewell R5, so it's, it's nice and big um, without being ridiculous. Um... I was uh, a friend of mine convinced me to go and get a uh, a nice big um, CPU cooler. Um, that's Snuffy? No, no, Sean. Actually, I just I just met him like a few weeks ago. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and um, let's see what else. Oh yeah, for hard drives, I've got like a a a little solid state, and then a couple of one terabyte hard drives. Um, and I'm going to try out. Windows 8's, uh, you know, storage spaces feature just to see if that's any worth anything, and then I'll I'll get back to you guys when uh, when I you know start playing around with that. Um, yeah, so it's very nice. It uh, runs it it runs Borderlands 2 at full graphics in 3D, you know, without any any dip in anything, which it's just amazing. Um, Windows 8 is you know it's it's all right um i haven't really been playing around with uh, metro i mean modern ui stuff at all i've pretty much just been staying in the desktop world 
Um, so things that I've had to get used to are, for example, going to the putting my right mouse all the way over to the right and hitting settings in order to shut down my computer instead of going to the start menu. Um, you know, and little things like that. Figuring out where the settings are located is, you know, but it's fine. What does Windows key C do? Oh my goodness. That's awesome. Okay. Useful to know. So you said you could do uh, 3D? Yes. Yes, I can. And I can put on the, the fabulous glasses for you right now. They're fabulous! <laughs> and because this is an audio-only podcast, uh, Ian has put on some really weird-looking glasses. Very rectangular. The unfortunate thing about these glasses, of course, is that with my headset... It, besides that, <laughs> you know, I'm in my room. Nobody's going to see me. It's fine. No, the the unfortunate thing is that I'm wearing a headset when I play games, right? And so if I want to wear these these uh, glasses, you know, normally they would fit right on top of my ears, but that's where my headset needs to go. So I have to, like, angle the, uh, the glasses way down in order to set them on top of the headset. <laughs> and it just feels ridiculous. But it so works. What's, what's the resolution of your monitor? 1080. Cool. I had I I kind of had the choice between um, getting um, 2000 whatever by 1440 or 3D because I couldn't find any that had both. So I just decided to go with 3D. Yeah, because I know a few years ago that uh, 3D monitors didn't go past that one weird resolution, like 1680 by 1050. 1050. What kind of resolution is that? That's a very odd resolution that was proliferated by Apple, mostly. Oh, man. That explains it. Those guys. They have to be different in everything, just so that... Oh. So, should should, uh, the rest of us uh, say what's in our rigs as well while we're at it? Sure. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go. I, uh... See, I fully documented this on my blog, uh, theandrewbailey.com. Uh... Uh, let's see, currently I have a Sandy Bridge uh, 2600, uh, that's not K. Uh, it's in a micro ATX case that I've had for about five years. I currently have a Vertex 4 512 gig SSD, so my uh, loads are all speedy. And I uh, also I hacked the Windows 7 install process to put my user's directory on my existing hard drive. Uh, with uh, 640 gigs on there. I now have a, uh, I believe it's a, I have a EVGA Superclocked Signature uh, GeForce GTX 680. Uh, nice. nice. Gigs on that. So, uh, you know, I have, my frame rates are super smooth. I usually have it at, uh, you know, vertical synced at 60 hertz. So, uh, see, I also have a Zonar D2X sound card, which I showed up to you guys earlier. Uh, it also has, you know, the LEDs that shoot out the back of it. Looks really cool. We all love LEDs. Pew pew. Uh, <laughs> That's what I think of when stuff shoots out the back in light form. Pew. I also have a grand total of 16 gigabytes of RAM, and uh, not one but two 24-inch monitors, uh, IPS. At uh, 1920 by 1200. So, okay. So that's a, that what, 16 by 10 ratio? Yes. I also have a Blu-ray ROM drive because uh, I don't want PS3s to have anything on this machine. I actually decided not to put an optical drive in this one at all because... Yeah, I heard a lot of people are doing that now. I, I just don't see a point anymore. Like if I want to watch Blu-rays, I'll just I can just hook up my laptop to my monitor. And that's fine. Oh, your laptop has a Blu-ray. Um, yeah, because it's a Sony Vio, so it would be silly of them not to put in Blu-ray. Ian's turn. Yeah. I, well, I will start out by saying that I was originally going to build my own computer a couple of years ago, but then my family was getting all pissy at me, saying, "No, no, 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 no! You'll spend too much money! No, no, no!" So what I ended up doing was just buying uh, 
pre-made computer and then buying new parts and swapping them out for it. It was actually a really frustrating thing. Um, and I'll tell you about that in a couple. So pro for processor, I have an AMD Phenom quad-core 2.8 gigahertz processor. Um, what? What's the number? 820. The ghost is talking to us again. <laughs> the ghost of Ryan. The ghost of the beard. Oh, the no. ghost beard. That means he's dead. <laughs> the ghost beard appears at midnight. All right. Um, it has 16 gigs of RAM, which, as I have recently found out, is too much for it, actually, at the moment. So <laughs> I can't get an upgrade now so that I can handle my last upgrade. <laughs> too much in the fact that it always crashes, or too much as in you don't need that much? Too much as in the fact that it's it's slower than it used to be. It's like getting a little bit laggy, almost. So, and that was up from six gigs, right? That was up from six gigs, which yeah. it originally came with. Um, and then I believe I have an ATI Radeon sixty-seven seventy as my graphics drive or graphics card. As for the sound card, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't get a separate sound card either. It's yeah, probably just whatever. <laughs> All right, but so the story was is I bought it and I had originally bought um, a new graphics card, uh, an ATI Radeon 5750, in order to put in it and actually have it be able to do something other than just like Word documents and whatnot because it originally came with an integrated graphics card. And there's like EU. But so I bought that to put in there and I install it and I find out that in order to power the graphics card, I needed to get a new um, power, power source because, get this, the power source that it came with didn't have a six-pin plug-in. <gasps> no. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> what, was it like 250 watts? I don't even remember. So I went out and bought something that was way more than I needed. It was like 700-something. Um, eco-friendly and eco-efficient, supposedly, but I was like, okay. Uh, and it had everything that I needed, so I plugged that in, got it starting in, and then me and my derpy self still had the blue cable running from the motherboard uh, because it was an integrated thing. Blue cable running, running from the motherboard over to the desktop, or not over on the desktop, over on the monitor, and it was like, why isn't it turning on? And, of course, me and my derpy self didn't realize that you had to grab the white cord for the digital plug-in and then plug that into the graphics card directly and then plug that into the monitor itself. So Good I worked pretty hard. But I finally got it up and running, and now she runs, well, or he. I still haven't named it yet. I need to pick something eventually. I'll, I'll get it. I had a name in mind a while back, and then I forgot it. That thing's going to be obsolete by the time you get around to doing that, dude. Hush. So my original build five years ago was Phoenix, uh, mostly because like I had a name set out, but the motherboard died, so I sort of forgot that name. So uh -huh. I had to reincarnate it. Mm. Uh, and then when I rebuilt it uh, last year, January of said year, uh, it's now the Normandy. I was inspired <laughs> by Mass Effect at the time. Of course. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, and my monitor, I'm not sure exactly how many inches it is, but it is nine, 1920 by 1080. So it's plenty big. You're, I, is there good? From from what I remember, your monitor, I think it's probably like a 24 or 25 inch. Something like that. Um, mine, mine's 27, which is almost too big for my desk. So I had to send my graphics card in, and I went through a whole bunch of crap with that. Uh, so I had to you go to integrating graphics for a while, and the uh, GPU on my current CPU is strong enough to run both Mass Effect 1 and 2 at nice. decent quality, uh, but I still want a real graphics card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so should we get started with Lightning? I That's what I was going to suggest, yes. All right, let's actually... I'll, I'll start it off. Would you guys be willing to tackle that? I need to run and grab uh, some stuff I'm on duty tonight for... 
for those of you who don't know, I am a CF, which is basically the same thing as an RA at the college that I'm at. And it's, yeah. You need okay. to stop being on duty on Sunday nights, man. I'm sorry. I'm busy, like, all weekday nights. So all, I only get weekends. All right, get out of here. It sucks. Well, we'll, we'll go ahead and go, and when you jump in, you'll take the next one. Sounds good. Yep. All right. All right. So, Lightning, Obsidian uh, has hopped onto the... <laughs> Oh my gosh, who's who's making noise? Me. <laughs> Alright, so Obsidian has hopped onto the Kickstarter bandwagon with Project Eternity. Um, they met their initial $1.1 million goal, um, and their stretch goals go up to, I think, $2.4 million. And those stretch goals will include new playable races, classes, and companions. Uh, according to Obsidian, Project Eternity... We'll take the central hero, memorable companions, and the epic exploration of Baldur's Gate, add in the fun, intense combat and dungeon diving of Iceward Dale, and tie it all together with the emotional writing and mature thematic exploration of Planetscape Torment. So basically, it sounds like it's going to be very ambitious and very awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't they also do a Kickstarter like a month or two ago? Um, I, th- this is, that's probably this one. Okay. The, yeah, the one that... The one that was originally, like, Project X on their website and nobody knew what it was? Yeah, because I know that uh, Double Fine had a real big one that kind of kicked off this uh, this idea. Yeah. So, anyway, during this uh, Kickstarter, it also came out that, uh, I believe it was their CEO, had uh, been approached by several uh, major publishers, uh, and they essentially wanted to... Uh, essentially steal the games that are being made. Uh, so uh, I believe the conversation that the CEO had with you know these set publishers was, okay, so we're going to come out on Kickstarter and people are going to throw money at us to make this game. You are going to publish said game and keep the IP. And they said yes. So I guess the Obsidian guy said no. And uh, cue anger for major publishers. Yeah. But, uh, they but, haven't named the publishers specifically that did this, but, I mean, you can suspect it's probably the big ones, EA, Activision, Ubisoft. Probably one of them. I would say definitely one of the, one of the first two, most likely. Uh, so BioWare. BioWare's got a few uh, in- news articles uh, this week. First is Dragon Age 3 Inquisition has been announced for real this time. Um, back in, like, Gamescom, they, they it was rumored that it was going to be announced, but it wasn't. But now we actually know that Dragon Age 3 is being made, and it will run on the on a modified version of the Frostbite 2 engine, and it will be coming sometime late in 2013. So, also in Bioware news, there is another Mass Effect game coming. So, I mean, I since I already said Mass Effect... You know, you know, I I enjoyed the first game a lot. I think it's the best in the series. Uh, and you know what happened with three? Let's not talk about that. Um, and also, apparently, they have a brand new franchise coming. Now, for the for the Mass Effect game, um, it's probably not going to deal with Shepard's story. They've anymore. said before that Shepard is over. Yeah. So unless unless this game deals heavily with not humans. You know, my interest in it will be severely diminished. Right. We'll just have to see. Keep our eyes open. Yeah. Um, are you Are you back for good, Ian? Yes, I am. Oh. I went and grabbed the duty phone and everything else, so I'm good. All right. Awesome. All right. So another Bioware or another yeah another Bioware related news um, thing is that on a sad note, the Bioware co-founders are finally retiring. Yep. Uh, I suppose I have to mention this. Bad Piggies is coming out. Bad Piggies uh, by Rovio or whatever they're called, the people who made uh, Angry Birds. It's ha- it has you uh, taking on the role of the pigs, trying to steal eggs this time, and you have to make like vehicles to help them do that or something. I don't oh, even care. Dear God. Me either. It's not as if they're trying to milk that franchise or anything like that. No, no. So I'm not sure who put this in here, but uh, apparently Kotaku has a number of 
uh, how should I say this, fake tweets about, you know, what what if what would people say when uh, the N64 launched and there was Twitter? I thought they were pretty amusing. It's a nice little list. So go check that uh, that link out. Why don't one of us open it up really quick and say, read a few. All right. There are only two launch titles, WTF. Uh, Morrow 64 looks way too different from SMW. <laughs> Wait for Space World. <laughs> Nintendo 64! And that is, of course, in reference to the video of the kid getting a Nintendo 64 for Christmas and freaking the heck out. I think my favorite one so far is, we could really use a new Metroid game. Looking forward to one on the N64. It never happened. Wait, Just like so three. screwed right now. It didn't? Wait, they didn't have a Metroid game on N64? Not to my knowledge. Huh, interesting. I wonder how they got away with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I could be wrong, but... All right. All right, so Guild Wars 2 is now coming to Mac. Uh, the beta is now out for it. Um, however, according to Ryan, Ryan's MBA cannot play it. That would be MacBook Air, I think. Probably. Sony is releasing an updated PS3. It is slimmer than the Slim, and it's just barely cheaper than the Slim. And they are not currently dropping the prices of any of their existing PS3. And by just barely cheaper, I believe it's 20 bucks more expensive. Wait, what? Yeah. Ryan! I, I, <laughs> do, do, do I hear a presence? I need to not let him edit any of these things ever again before shows. Because I didn't read the actual article. (laughs) Or actually, I think I did read the article, but I'm not familiar with the pricing of the PS3 as it is, so I didn't realize that that was a joke. Um, gosh. Anyways, uh, speaking of Sony, the Sony Online Entertainment president, John Smedley, uh, says that people who do not play games have no business in the gaming business. So... Uh, this is a very reassuring quote from someone way up in the executive chain at you know a proper gaming company, uh, and I'm sure that well, excuse me, have you heard of the quotes coming from uh, Bobby Kotick? No, I don't even know who that is. Uh, that's CEO Activision. Okay. Hmm. You know he says stuff like you know we're taking the fun out of the gaming business and other depressing quotes like that. So it's good. Good to you know have someone with uh, some common sense in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So apparently, my parents weren't entirely unfounded, or didn't have entirely unfounded beliefs when they were saying that if I built my own computer, it might be too expensive. There's apparently a case that cost almost as much as all the components that went into Sasha's tower. Sasha is what Ian Bug named his desktop. In case we didn't go over that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at that. Isn't it, like, all chromed and stuff? I I can't even tell what makes it so special, but it's $1,200 for a frickin' case. Which it is ridiculous. It does look nice. It looks like someone took a motorcycle and then turned it into a case. Kind I don't of. Know about, uh, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't really want a motorcycle. Under yeah, my that. question is, like, you see the disc sticking out of it, so I'm not sure if that's just like an architectural decision, or if that's a real slot-loading CD drive. I think that's probably actually where you can put CDs. Probably. If you put a, a CD drive in there. <laughs> or quarters, oh god. And then, of course, that big red file that looks like it might go on the inside of it leaves us to wonder, what the heck do you do with that? Uh, Maybe a thermometer. My guess was a uh, water-cooling radiator. Ah, but... uh, yeah. Uh, I suppose. Anyway, still, PlayStation Plus memberships uh, will now apply to the Vita as well as the PS3. Um, oh, actually, not now, but starting in November. So PlayStation Plus, I think, is like about $5 a month or so, and uh, it gives you a bunch of 
advantages such as uh, free games. Actually, Borderlands 1 is currently free for PlayStation Plus subscribers, which I found out because I was just looking around on Katie's PS3. I feel bad. First thing that I thought of when it said, it only costs five bucks a month. So does RuneScape membership. (laughs) Have they not changed the pricing on that in all of these years? I think it might have gone up. So, anyway, uh, do you guys remember Star Wars The Old Republic? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, wasn't it that one MMO that was supposed to, you know, topple World of Warcraft? Yeah, the one that I paid $60 for and then got to play for a week. So, uh, apparently there's been a mass exodus of players from the the Old Republic. So, they're going to consolidate their servers. So, they're going to uh, move everyone to higher density servers. So there's more people to, you know, hang around with before they start to leave. <laughs> oh, sad face. Poor, poor Bioware. Kind of. Anyway, so if we all remember Mad Cats coming out with different controllers for, like, the GameCube and whatnot. So now apparently Turtle Beach has announced Wii U headsets, which means that the Wii U will be coming out with some third-party hardware. That's always good. The Army, uh, Arma 3 has been banned in Iran because uh, the story centralizes around this uh, conflict between NATO and, versus Iran. So my question is, did Russia ban the modern warfares back when those came out? I don't think so. I think Russians just like guns. Yeah. <laughs> of course. No matter who they're being shot at. Or do and guns like yeah. Russians? Is so, Soviet Russia gun like you? Yeah. So I mean, duh, duh. So if, that you, if you can recall Black Mesa, we had just mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Torchlight, and Torchlight Two, uh, they're they have both released their soundtracks for free, and I can personally vouch for the Black Mesa soundtracks because I've been listening to them, uh, listening to those uh, pieces for over two weeks now. Uh, they released it even before they released the mod. Oh, nice. I'm going to go get that right now. Well, in a couple. I need to say the next bullet point. All right. (laughs) So, the Australian states have started ratifying the R18 Plus rating for video games. The highest classification used to be MA15 Plus, and if a game exceeded the bounds of that classification, it would be banned outright. So so some of the affected games that are now going to be included are Left 4 Dead 2 and The Witcher 2. EA has... EA has announced that they support GamerCon, which is spelled G-A-Y-M-E-R, of course, because it is a gaming convention that will focus on LGBT community um, and gaming, obviously. So Company of Heroes 2 has a tiered peer order system. Uh, The more people who pre-order, the better the rewards get, so this is sort of like a Kickstarter-esque thing. There have been a few games that have been doing that. It's been kind of interesting to see what all you could get and what all they'll be doing. Yeah, the first one I noticed was XCOM Enemy Unknown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there were any before that. But yeah. And I noticed another one, too. So it's it's getting higher and higher and higher. They're becoming more frequent. Mm-hmm. All right, so League of Legends has this thing called the Honor System, which apparently allows you to tell others if a player is nice to you. <laughs> It's kind of funny, seeing as there's... Oh, yeah, lol. Um, There's not really any... Well, I guess I can't say that. I've met a couple decent people, but not really very many nice people on League. Yeah. There's a good um, Control-Alt-Delete comic that I can pull up and (laughs) put up for you guys that pretty well and accurately describes um, the ranking ladder and the different... uh, well, while, while, while you're pulling that up, I'll go on to the next bullet point. All right, so modders are porting Morrowind to the Skyrim engine, and Oblivion might be on the way as well. Yay! Um, I believe that Morrowind has been modded into the Oblivion engine already, is that correct? Uh, I think so. I, I heard this from a couple of friends of mine, um, that it that it had been. So, well, this should be even better. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, mods, 
uh, Left 4 Dead 2 will be uh, in the Steam Workshop uh, next month, at least support for it, as well as an expanded scripting tool. So you can uh, mod Left 4 Dead 2 to your heart's content and share it better. I tried to download a few maps from, you know, other other websites that had Left 4 Dead maps, and I just couldn't get them to work, like, at all for some reason. I have no idea what was wrong. I didn't really, uh, you know, try very hard. But anyway, does anybody remember Digimon? I remember Digimon. I remember Digimon. Last time I cared was, like, third grade, probably. But anyway, Digimon Adventure... Uh, will take place at the beginning of the series, way back when, you know, when they first went into the digital world and stuff was happening and whatnot. So, yeah, that's that's a new game. What system is it coming out on? I am not sure. Well, if it's on PC or DS or anything handheld, then I might have to get that just for nostalgia's sake. It'll probably be on Nintendo systems. Yay! Yay! Dibs. All right. So, Universal Orlando will have haunted houses inspired by the Silent Hill game series and The Walking Dead, which is a game series, TV show, and graphic novel this year. I kind of want to go to that because that would probably scare the, oh uh, yeah, it'd scare the crap out of me. Uh, Mr. Buck, I hear that you've been uh, playing The Walking Dead as of late. Yes. Well, I mean, that was a couple of weeks ago. Those episodes aren't very long. So, until the next episode comes out, I pretty much won't be playing it at all. Yeah, because uh, you are prolifer, how should I say, proliferatingly uh, steamed with uh, screenshots from there. Yeah, I like doing that. Screenshots are nice. If only I had a good way to take video of games. Hmm. Hmm. We're working on so. that. I, th- I think we'll, we might just try that whole Justin TV thing. Yeah. Also, so. that Control Alt Delete comic is up. Check it out. I think you'll find it both rather amusing. I see. So, uh, Dishonored. Uh, I'm not sure when that's coming out, uh, but there may October be... October 9th. Okay, thank you. Uh, there may be an issue that it is uh, too open-ended in that playtesters do not know what to do, so some hits, hints have been added. It's always ambitious when you get you know a nice big open-world game where you can do whatever the heck you want. But there's also challenges, obviously. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of like a game that sort of has, you know, some structure to it. You know, mm-hmm. like especially like the Elder Scrolls. You know, there there is, you know, okay, you can go save the world over here, but you can, you know, go kill some bandits forever. Yeah. And at the same time, it is, it in a way, it's kind of nice to not have those hints and have it be super open world just because, or open-ended, just because that way it's a little bit closer to realism. So if that's your whole thing. But then again, even in reality, you sort of have this nagging voice in the back of your head saying, go over here, do this. That's true. So. I have several voices. Me they talk too. to me a lot. Oh my gosh, I hear, think I hear one of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yes. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. God damn it, the ghost is speaking again. Guys, my roommate's Who is that weird guy? looks again. <laughs> Ryan just said, Hello, roommate. How are you? And of course, nobody else can hear you guys but me. <laughs> la 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 la. So we should just do weird things to make you laugh so that you'll get all the weird looks in your building? Is this what you're telling us? I have the door closed for a reason. (laughs) I already have the... Okay, fine, I'll go lock it. (laughs) There we go. So I I think the spirits want us to move on to the main topic. Yeah, main topic. Spirit beard. And what could the main topic be but Borderlands 2? Yay! I've been looking forward to this game for about as long as Ian has been, you know, fanboying over it, about it, with me. Which started <laughs> like 10 years ago? Oh, oh yeah, of course. That's totally how long I've known about this game. Uh, it started, oh god, 16 years ago. <laughs> about... 
Anyways, has it lived up to expectations? I would say so, yes. So far, yes. Yes, uh, I agree. Having, uh, even, having, though, even though I'm not as uh, far into it as you two are, mm-hmm. uh, should we go to spoiler mode or no? Um, let's try to avoid them as much as possible. Being that we're only like ten hours into it, you know, our spoilers aren't going to be too terrible. Yeah. Um, so we can just talk about everything we know, because that won't be spoiled. Pretty much, yay! <laughs> Billy Mongs! <laughs> oh. six, six armed freaks. Oh my gosh. Bully Mogs. Knuckle Dragger. The very first boss that you fight is this big old thing called a Bully Mog by the name of Knuckle Dragger. So what Bully Mogs, as Andrew had said, are basically like these six-fisted gorillas. These big white and blue six-fisted gorillas that just look ugly. Hence the name Bully Mog. And you know the funny thing about that first battle was um, that was when like that was the day before I built my desktop and so I was playing on my laptop, and during that fight, my frame rate started to drop, so I was just kind of running around, not really knowing what was happening, and shooting everything that came in front of me, and somehow I never got hit. I didn't lose a single health during the entire time, but I had no idea what was going on, because I had, like, you know, 20 frames per second at most. No, I told you, that's because they were focusing on me. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that I'm too awesome to get hit. Yeah, and uh, there, one of the official screenshots is, uh, I think it might be that exact same one, uh, holding Claptrap upside down, mm-hmm. which yeah. makes me so inexplicably happy. You don't like Claptrap? I hated the Claptraps in the first one. <laughs> I love Claptrap. But the uh, the one in this one doesn't seem as annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the things that they did in number two... Um, I think they did specifically to rectify, you know, p- things that people have been complaining about about number one. I would imagine that the the not having, uh, you know, Game Spy as the as the multiplayer system in PC was one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the uh, the uh, wide range of environments spanning the alphabet from desert to dump. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we have snow now. We're all yeah. fancy. We are alpine. Actually, that snow, the snow flurries, like as they're hitting like your your camera, they look really cool in 3D, let me say. Oh. Because I just I just looked at that and I was like, that's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, I'm and and the, like the snow is like actually modeled in 3D so you can actually walk through it. Oh yeah. So, like, uh, like this, this bothered me, especially in Oblivion, in that the snow was a 2D effect on the screen. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'd just be walking forward, and, like, snow that looked like it was, like, pretty close to you, like, didn't fly past your head. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, they did so, the best with what they could. Yeah. Oblivion was a while ago. True. So. Yeah, have a fun I think, video. I think uh, another game, uh, more recently, I noticed that, the but yay particle effects. Yes. Yay. Just like Unreal Engine 4 is going to have. Sorry. Yeah, have you guys seen the demo for that? The elemental one? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I yeah, only and... saw the one that was um, on... The Good PC... Samaritan? No, PC Gamer. Just the the stuff in the magazine. I haven't actually seen any stuff on my computer yet. Oh, you mean the the article from Game Informer? Yeah, or Game Informer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that was... Then that article was about the video. There's another video on there that's essentially like some dude from either uh, Epic or NVIDIA just sitting in front of the editor and uh, going through like these rooms in a castle and like goes outside for a little bit. Nice. I'm excited for games to have that. <laughs> so, and uh, so how are the guns? I actually I haven't really experienced many different types of guns because a friend of mine who started who's just been playing a ton of Borderlands 2 gave me a couple of orange level guns that he picked up like right away. So I just have a couple of pistols that are just kind of OP. 
and I've just been using those two the whole time. Yeah, no, they're amazing. They make the game go by so much easier when he's using those pistols. Especially as the gunzerker. Because <laughs> <laughs> he could just pop them out and dual wield these ridiculously powerful pistols, and it's just like, oh my well, god. Yeah, because one of the pistols has a fire rate of like 12 point something, and the other one has, it fires as fast as I can pull the trigger. And the, you know, the first one deals tons of corrosive damage. The other one deals tons of electric damage. And it's just, like, you know, zapping everywhere, green goo gushing everywhere. And it just fills the screens and makes it unable to see anything. But it's so great. So many innuendos in that sentence. Yeah, um, whatever. Because uh, I've been playing as Gunzerker, but all I've really encountered are pistols and shotguns, maybe an SMG or assault rifle here and there. Mm-hmm. See, I'm the crazy one. I'm I'm playing as the Assassin Zero, and if I'm not slashing someone with my sword, then I am using either a pistol to run or running up behind them and then slashing them and then using a pistol a whole bunch of times, or just being a shotgun ninja. It's great. <laughs> So I'm guessing you're not going down the sniper tree at all. Not yet. I'm actually just on the going down the bloodshed tree. I want to be the kind of assassin that'll be able to be here for a second, then it'll be like, nope, I'm actually over here, and oh, nope, I'm not there. Actually, I'm over here now. Which can get really annoying if you're dueling with 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 you. <laughs> Especially because uh, for those of you who don't know the with the with zero special ability, it'll create a fake image of himself that'll just fly out somewhere and um, and people will go and attack the image when you can run around and then smack the people. However, when you're in that stealth mode, you do a whole bunch of extra damage and you can build up the skill tree where you'll do even more damage from behind or I haven't gotten to this point yet, but I'll actually be able to make a small dash forward and do even more extra massive damage so I'm going to get even scarier and scarier and scarier as I get farther down that skill tree, and it's going to be wonderful. You know what I've noticed is that your hologram kind of tends to like to just float in the air and slash around at nothing. And somehow the enemies still think that it's you, even though you're floating. Yeah. Whatever. I have to wonder what would happen if I started charging one direction, but didn't deploy the hologram, but because you know me so well that I like to pop the hologram right away, then just find you while I'm stealthed. Yeah, that's true. So then there's this uh, one gun, which I'm pretty sure that uh, none of us have encountered, that is uh, badged as the most annoying gun in the game. (laughs) I want it. I want it so bad. I'm going to get that gun just to annoy everyone who I'm playing through with. It's going to be great! So we have, we have a nice little video here with the, uh, with the gun being shot. I don't know how, that, how long I would be able to stand that at all. Swapping weapons! Reload! And not, not only does it make that annoying sound when you shoot it, but apparently... Oh, look, Josh is playing Borderlands, too. <laughs> no, I just thought um, <laughs> Yeah, like, apparently it slows you down, like, a lot. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this gun is supposed to be really heavy. I mean, I didn't get the specs on that. Does it do a whole lot of damage? I think it does. It it's does. Actually, it's a really good gun for shooting, but... It, it's like, I know it has shock down. damage, right? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah. Also, so I, I've enjoyed Borderlands 2 enough to go and get the season pass, which is, you know, $30 for um, $40 worth of DLCs that are going to be coming out between now and, like, next summer. Um, so you just paid $70 for a single game. How does that make you feel? Shush, shush, be quiet. <laughs> I also paid almost $2,000 for my gaming rig. So shush. Okay. So yeah, that does uh, kind of look like pennies in comparison. Yeah, um, but yeah, so so apparently uh, there's the 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 season pass DLCs are not the only DLCs that they're going to be coming out with. They and, and I'm I'm pretty sure that this is distinct from the uh, pre-order uh, stuff, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, for the pre-order, you got you know of course the the golden chest and the 
the yeah, there were a few other weapons that you got. Yeah, and the Mechromancer. But they but they did kind of say that other classes might be uh, you know, some DLCs that they come out with, um, depending on how popular, you know, the Mechromancer is, they might come out with more classes. So that should be interesting. I think I think though that most of the DLCs that will actually add, you know, new missions, new areas are are probably going to be the ones that are in the season pass. So, uh, did, do any of you guys also have the uh, DLC from Borderlands One? Yep. Oh, I have all of them because I got them the game of the year. Okay, yeah, because I I uh, bought them all up. I'm not sure which Steam sale was it. Might have been the summer or uh, the Christmas one. Something like that. that. The two big ones. Yeah. And Halloween. Oh, yeah, I always forget about that one. And I might end up uh, doing the same strategy for Borderlands 2. So. Just wait until they're all on sale? Pretty much. Good idea. Fair enough. Depending, depending on how, you know, if, if, uh, how much of a must-have they are. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So the Borderlands Origins comics um, have, are, have started coming out, and those are those are four comics that will deal with the or the playable characters from the first game. You know, so what they were doing before the first game happened, and they came out with Rollins already, and that one actually you can read for free, and we uh, we have the link right there in the show notes, so you should go and read that because it's pretty awesome, and you know it's not too long. So, I mean, I enjoyed uh... it. I'm trying to remember. Borderlands really didn't have much of an exciting story. No, it was just kind of a lot of text to read if you yeah. really wanted to know what was going on. I mean, I, I liked, uh, what was that, that one scientist, uh, Tannis? Oh, yeah. I, I love those recordings. <laughs> oh, that lady. Yeah, like, especially like uh, how she's describing how her science team was being uh, devoured by the local wildlife. Oh, yeah, and she was all on her own. Yeah, like that fat lady. (laughs) (laughs) She was hiding underneath the corpse of one of her other science team members as it was being devoured on top of her, and she was just like, I'm going to lay here and try and not die. And uh, how she uh, felt so excited because his chair was better than hers, and how she was going to take his chair. (laughs) God, Gearbox has such a great sense of humor. It's just great sixth sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, and they do serious stuff really well, too. Like, yeah. Well, no, they... You just have to watch the beginning cinematics from Borderlands 2 to understand the humor of the game. Yeah. (laughs) Because they hit a train, and then the guy's okay, but he's on top of the train, and then he hits a sign. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And we all laughed at it. (laughs) Pain on top of more pain. Just, just came out of nowhere. <laughs> but no, like no, and Gearbox does really do some serious stuff really well. Like there was this story that I was reading not too long ago where it was this guy had died from some sort of cancer who was a really, really, really big Borderlands fan, and so his best friend sent some or sent something in to Gearbox um, explaining what had happened, and Gearbox actually sent a video with Claptrap or at least the guy who was doing the voice of Claptrap, doing a eulogy for him. Mm, yeah. I also remember the one where the guy had asked them to have Claptrap help him ask his wife, ask his you know girlfriend to marry him, and uh, that video was, was Claptrap basically swearing the whole time. Yeah. So but they, it, they do both. <laughs> they do both. And actually, and of course you said yes. Oh, of course. Thankfully. And then so, there is that one other game that uh, I will not mention. It was that oh, are one. Are you talking long about Half Life: Opposing coming. Force? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Or are you talking about Duke Nukem Forever? Oh, he said it. Uh oh. <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. Dude, that's, ah! <laughs> that's like saying Macbeth in a theater, okay? You just don't do it. <laughs> or Lord Voldemort. for me? Because <laughs> I sound like a real tough guy. Love it how it's not actually health, it's ego that goes down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. You bet your puny ass it is. It's such a strange game. 
I'm I'm not sure how I feel on it actually. I I've seen some demos and it's like really. Am I the only one here who actually bought it? I think. I so. think so. Oh okay. I'm so I disappointed have, in myself now. I've seen my friend play it and it is uh, rather ridiculous. Yeah. That's kind of one I, I actually want to get it almost. Just because it looks so bad so I can laugh at it the entire way through. Like, it wasn't a terrible game. It's just that it was, like, the the story wasn't very interesting and the, the one-liners are very 90s and, you know, it didn't really add anything. Well, remember how life. long they've been working on this game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I... I with a development cycle of that long, I get the feeling that they just kind of started over like three or four times. Probably. It's like Valve in Half-Life 2 Episode 3. We keep on saying it'll never come out, but we know one day it will. It or, better. We pray it will. Oh, yeah, it is definitely better, especially with that cliffhanger. Also, actually, speaking of Half-Life 2 Episode 3, um, they have... Uh, People have found references to the Source 2 engine in some in some code of some Valve game, I think. But, like, yeah. So the the Source 2 engine is likely coming soon. And hopefully... Uh, I think it might have been the uh, Portal 2 uh, uh, Perpetual Testing Initiative. Yeah, that, yeah. Or, or no, it was the Source Filmmaker, maybe. I think it was the Filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that's what it was, yeah. But hopefully, Half Life Three is will be the you know flagship game for the Source Two engine, which would make sense. I would love that, honestly. I mean, and that's <laughs> what I'm betting is just going to happen. Is that they were just waiting for an updated Source engine so that they could do the game right. Oh yeah. Yeah, it'd be a pretty nice game to you know showcase you know what they've been doing for what a decade. Oh God, it is approaching a decade now, isn't it? Now you know what they've been working on is they've been working on hats. Yeah, <laughs> for Team Fortress 2. <laughs> oh, God. Well, think yeah. about how much people pay for those hats. <laughs> yeah, um, in fact, it has been longer since uh, Episode 2 to now than it was between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. Uh, no, it's, it's nuts. But, you know... <laughs> Pretty interesting hat there, Ian. Thank you. For those of you who can't tell, he just put a box on. Yes, I, hope, the... I hope this is doing wonders for the acoustics. <laughs> yes, he, he is now wearing the uh, New Egg Box hat. <laughs> I believe it says May Contain Awesome on it somewhere. Uh, Go ahead. I will <laughs> review you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sure I can review you. If you know what I mean. You are so sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I got the one that has a sticker over that may contain awesome. So it may contain os. Yes, may contain os. <laughs> so, as, as I said before, Team Fortress 2 is the best team-based fashion show with guns. Oh yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I've also heard it referred to as a hat simulator. <laughs> yes, I, I believe uh, one of my friends also said that. <laughs> Team Hatress 2. <laughs> oh, man. Pretty soon they'll be coming out with, like, dresses. Or something like that. Actually, that'd be hilarious if you could get dresses on all the characters. Yeah, there is <laughs> yes. a workshop. Go make it. I will vote for it. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, the demo man in the kilt. That's something I've never yeah. wanted. I, I, I will make that. And then I... Well, no, I will order a kilt. Speaking of which, I am planning on getting a kilt. Um, I will get a kilt and then model a kit for the demo man off of that, and it will be sexy. You're gonna have to take lots of pictures of that kilt, aren't you? Hell to get yeah. accurate modelings. Hell yeah, shirtless too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, basically, Borderlands Two, very good game. If you played the first one and enjoyed it to any extent, you will enjoy this one even more. I bet. More guns everywhere. More guns, more story, more... More vehicles. More dialogue, <laughs> more... More claptrap, sadly. I really like what they did with the classes, because they basically... They, they kind of took the classes from the first game and just made them better, you know? So, like, you had Brick, 
who would go into blood rage and just, you know, punch everything. Well, now we have the Gunzerker, who goes into blood rage and shoots everything. You know, we had the Sniper, who stood back there and sniped everything. Now we have the Sniper, who snipes, and he runs around and ninjas everything. Whew! You know? Um, My favorite. Let's see, we had the soldier who had a tiny little turret that healed everybody. Now we have a soldier with a bun- with a giant turret that can, you know, fly across the map and he can deploy two of them. So, like, you know, there's, like, what is there not to love about this game? Seriously. You know what we really love, though? Oh, we moe, oh, we moe, oh, we moe, oh, we moe, We're doing this across the internet. There's no way in hell we're going to all be synced. <laughs> we can try, though. <laughs> in the jungle, the mighty jungle. Oh. I should show this to Mr. Oyen just so that he can find you and say, let's never do that again, shall we? All right, I'll just start singing. Uh, my I'm a little teapot then. <laughs> At the top of, on the top of your lungs while standing on the chair in the lunchroom. <laughs> no, don't actually do it. You'll get so many weird looks from your roommate. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I mean we're singing "Wim Away" here, so <laughs> might, might as well go go all the way down the hole. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ryan remembers this. <laughs> I am sending this to Mr. Oyen as a gift, just to see if he remembers this. It'll be great. So, uh, so how far are we, guys? I think we're done talking about Borderlands Two. I can't really think of anything else to say about it, okay, other than so well, should we uh, talk about something else? Or I think we're pretty much coming to the end here. Yeah, and the only thing, other thing I was going to say is that for those, another thing that for those of you who have any doubts about the last one or who really enjoyed the last one, what I enjoyed was that this is actually a continuation of the storyline of the first one. It's not just a completely new world where they redid everything. It's mm-hmm. um, you'll actually meet a couple of the characters from the first one, I've and you seen... actually you get to meet all of the uh, playable characters from the first one. Yeah, and they're all pretty ba. Yeah, no, the siren got even stronger, and I was disappointed that she was taken by Roland. <laughs> Stupid Roland. Oh, well, she's just a video uh, game character. I'm not that desperate. Yeah, you know what? There's, uh, Roland's in charge of that uh, one resistance force, and I've seen uh, Patricia Tannis in that one uh, headquarters. Yep, yep, yep. And, of course, Claptrap. Claptrap. And Tannis gives you a lovely uh, mission pretty soon. Where you apparently have to take some pizza and use it as bait to lure somebody out somewhere and kill them or something. But I just like the concept of using pizza as bait because it would totally work on college students. For science. Well, I mean, if it was like for one of those uh, Billamong things, you know, it'd be kind of stupid because all you really have to do is just walk up to one of their little cubby holes and they'll come out. No pizza needed. I think it was. I think it was pizza for like some bandits or something. Yeah. Yeah. A um, couple special announcements. Um, we have a YouTube channel now um, that we haven't really used it for anything. I, uh, I live-streamed me and Sean building uh, my desktop, but that was more, for, you know, as a test. If you really go, want to go and watch the two-hour thing of that, you can. I'm not going to watch the two-hour thing because I was there. Um, <laughs> yes, I was there. That's what I think. Um Next week, um, I'm planning on playing a bunch of games uh, in 3D this week, so I'll have more to talk about in terms of 3D next week. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything else? So I guess this is the part where uh, Ryan wants to, you know, let us, you know, give out our, you know, where you can find us on the internet. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Uh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> he says, why don't you go first and points to the screen? Well, I was I was talking to Andrew because Andrew was the one who last talked. So, okay. Oh, whatever. Okay, fine, I'll go first. Uh, okay, as mentioned, you can find me at theandrewbailey.com, and I am also on Steam 
as the Praetor Alpha, and that's with an underscore. Uh, you can also find uh, all three of us on the Nexus TV uh, Steam group. Uh, it's very easy to find. You can just go right into the community and type into the search box TNTV, and uh, you know we're all there. And I'm the uh, the guy with the avatar with uh, the moon head. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, you can find me, Ian Buck on Google Plus and I have a blog, enrbuck.blogspot.com and I am also on Steam as Wolf Revo. And you can find me, Ian Decker, as well as on Google Plus, as well as on Steam. Uh, and I am uh, my Steam community ID is DS Bigfoot. Yep. So look for us. You'll 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 know me if you or you'll find me and if you know me you'll know that's me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, because it's the Scottish guy with the thingy. Yes. What called bagpipes. I shall play you the song of my people. <laughs> and with the uh, puffed up cheeks. Yo. Yes. And uh, Ian, uh, Buck, uh, you're the N7. Yep. Because I like Mass Effect. Of course. All right. So this is Ian. And Ian. And Andrew. Signing off. Besides, cool. soft lips equals better kissing. There you go. Oh, perfect. There you go. And, of course, as Jane said, that's why I never kiss him on the lips. <laughs>